Hello, and welcome to the Lazy Sunday Show. I'm your host, Thomas, and I want to thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you're having a fantastic day. Well, it seems like people are really interested in my traveling stories. Although I said at the first that I'd like to talk about different things about life and kind of have more of a variety on the Lazy Sunday Show, if people are interested in my travel stories, then I'm more than glad to share them with you. So I had a lot of hard time thinking, how am I going to tell the stories? I could tell them by individual trips, or I can tell them by yearly trips, or even just individual countries. So I left it up to social media, because that's always a good idea, to see, you know, what would you prefer? I asked, okay, would you like to hear more traveling podcasts? And it was essentially, everyone said yes. Okay, that's cool. Now, what type would you like to hear? Would you like to hear the individual countries? Or would you like to hear the actual each trip? I'm so glad that everyone chose this, but they wanted to hear it individually. That gave me a big sigh of relief. So it gives me time to take my time and really go through each country that I've been to. After that was all settled... I figured, okay, which countries am I going to start off with? Again, I've done Sweden, I've done Denmark and Norway, and I was thinking about doing them in sequence, but I've also traveled to Sweden and Denmark multiple times. I don't want to do part twos of things, so I thought, okay, I'm just going to go ahead and do what I think is best. The country that I'm going to talk about today, at first I've had really bad luck in But after everything's all said and done, and after a few people have really made an impact on my life, today I'm going to talk about Germany. So I want you to sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Now, when I said I have bad luck in Germany, mostly it's because of transportation. If you ever talk to a German and talk about sort of things that are their pet peeves, it is the fact that if people are late or not on time, And this is 100% true, and I'm sorry to all my German friends in advance and prior. I have been late a few times, and although they're not mad at me, I'm pretty sure it's kind of like, again, a pet peeve. So, again, sorry, my bad. Even when it comes to each time I was in Germany, like when I flew in for the first time or connecting flights, they've always seemed to be delayed, which is kind of ironic in a way. Now, that could be delayed on the other end, who knows. But for me, I've always had delays in Germany, which, again, is not really something I can control. And that's the thing in life. If you can't control it, then kind of don't worry about it. It's kind of in the hands of, if your flight is delayed, why be angry? I mean, of course, it's inconvenient for you, but you can't control what the situation is. It's up to them to fix it, so then you can be on your way. And going through my life, and especially working in retail, patience is key. If you go up to somebody and you're starting to scream and yell, you're not going to get anywhere. Sure, maybe you get what you want, but the next time you go there, they may not treat you the same because you were ignorant to them. Again, I've always been respectful and patient, so, so far so good. Again, I've went through Germany a few times, but only through connecting flights The first time I actually stopped in Germany to look around 
was a few years ago, 2018, when I went to Munich. And from Munich, I transferred and I went down to Croatia. But I had a few hours to kind of roam around the city of Munich. To be honest, Munich was very, very interesting to me. It was very beautiful. Again, the, there's so many landmarks to see, like so many beautiful buildings, the architecture. The city was very lively. And it was also very diverse. I feel like Germany is one of the most diverse countries in Europe because a lot of people go to Germany to work. And especially when you have a lot of people coming from Southern Europe to work there or coming from the neighboring Poland to work there. It's really interesting to see the diversity. And I found it more so there than anywhere else I've ever been. I've also had this weird feeling. Again, I don't know if it was because I was having such bad luck and I was waiting for the next thing to happen. But my experience in Munich was great. Uh, had enough time to walk around the city a little bit. Again, I didn't cover a lot. I was only there for maybe four or five hours max before I had to catch my midnight bus. So it was a good experience overall, and I would love to go back. But my second experience in Germany, and the one that's most memorable and also has changed my mindset when it comes to Germany, was when I went to Hamburg. Now, Hamburg is a port city at the, near the northern part of Germany, and it's very, very, very popular when it comes to import and export. They ship things from Europe all around the world through Hamburg. So I was pretty excited to go there. And also, I have a really close friend who showed me around the city and was a fantastic tour guide. But not only that, her footprint is going to be on every podcast. Reason why? She does the podcast art for me, like for the thumbnails, profile pictures. I give her so much credit. Again, for everything that she's done, I've really appreciated it. And her name is Celia. She has been so good to me when it comes to helping me out with this podcast because it's kind of a learning experience for me. I don't know what I'm doing, essentially. I'm just kind of going day by day. But things are becoming so much easier. And because of her, I don't have to worry so much about the pod, like the artwork or anything like this, because I trust her and she does an amazing job every time. And also because this is her job, like she literally creates art for companies as her career. So she, I'm in good hands with her. The first time that we met again, I was flying from Venice, Italy to Hamburg but as I was sitting in the airport about to check in, my ticket wouldn't work. And I'm wondering why. And I go up to the desk and I'm like, well, I can't check in. And I said, well, what's your name? I said my name. Do you have your passport? Yep. And I gave them the passport. Do you have a reference number? And I've been to enough places to know that when they're asking these specific things, something's wrong. So I said, no, what's wrong if you don't mind me asking and they said, you're not on this flight. What do you mean? I'm on this flight. I bought it. So no, it says that you refunded your ticket. I'm like, I didn't refund my ticket. So anyways, I ended up having to buy a new ticket, the different airline connecting through Prague to Hamburg. So I called Celia and said, I'm going to be later. Uh, at this point, if I stayed with that airline, I would have had to wait like four or five days. And by then I would already be flying home. 
So this is when like critical thinking and trying to problem solve really comes into effect when traveling. This is one of the first times I actually had a situation uh, where I had to critically think, okay, slow things down. What's the next step? Okay, I can't fly with this airport today. I'll check another one or I'll check another airline. And eventually, said I found it, it cost a little bit more, but I got to the place I wanted to go. It was a four-hour delay. It was a two-hour delay in Venice because I had to wait for the new flight. And then another two-hour delay when I was in Prague. So four hours later, instead of meeting at 4 or 5, we met pretty well at 10 p.m. At this point, I mean, she was not feeling well. She was just getting over a cold. And I got off the airplane. I gave her a hug. And I'm, I'm so sorry for being late. She has such a bubbly personality. She, oh, that's fine. So after we left the airport, we went to this nice restaurant in Hamburg called Alex. And no, not every waitress and waiter is named Alex. I asked that stupid question. <laughs> but I also got to meet her boyfriend, Stefan. And Stefan's actually from England. So it was cool to have a native English speaker with me as well. And he knew German as well. So it made it easier just in case if Celia's not around, I could have asked him for a translation. And it was kind of cool to connect with him in that way too. But it wasn't until the next day we really started to explore the city. I started off with breakfast. She brought breakfast to me, kind of like some typical German meals, which again, were really good. Uh, when it comes to traveling, I always love to try out stereotypical foods, I guess, or like um, authentic cuisine if you want to be fancy. And again, it was really, really good. And I've had schnitzel before, again, stereotypical, but it's really good. If you have a chance to try schnitzel at a restaurant in Germany, do it, do it, do it. Celia actually tried true Canadian maple syrup as well for the first time. So she poured it in her breakfast. At first I was like, I don't know if that's going to taste well, but... I mean, she liked it, so I guess that's the main thing. So even walking around Hamburg, it was, you know, kind of a cool city, right? It was kind of, uh, I'd say, trendy in a way. Again, a lot of younger people I found in Hamburg. The architecture, again, was super beautiful. Uh, we went to this one place and just, it was almost like a cathedral, I want to say. Again, it was just so, so, so beautiful. But as we were walking around, there was a protest going on. Uh, it's something to do with farming, I think, or protests for farmers. And I was thinking, hey, it reminds me of home because I, of course, live in the farmlands. And say, so, hey, I haven't seen a tractor in like a month. <laughs> now, we were talking about what we were going to do that weekend. And she told me about this place called St. Pauli. And it was like a party district. I'm like, okay, cool. I never realized it was a red light district till later on. So that night, we had a couple of beverages, let's say, and a few of their friends showed up. We played some uh, some games before we left, and as we were walking to the subway station, I mean, th there's no real people out. Again, it was kind of late, like 9 p.m., 10 p.m. I thought, okay, well, whatever, it's late at night. But when we got to the subway station, it was packed, like sardines in a can packed. And I'm thinking, oh, man. Where's everybody going as we're going through the different stops? 
people actually couldn't even get on the subway because it was that full. And then we got to one stop. Everyone started getting out. Celia said, okay, yeah, this is our stop. Okay. So I walk out and walk up the stairs onto the streets. It was literally like party city. <laughs> no word of a lie. And they're like, hey, welcome to the red light district. I'm like, oh boy, I am too drunk for this. <laughs> it was just so, so interesting to see the, like to hear the music. People are just partying on the streets, uh, the flashing lights. This is kind of how I envision like Las Vegas in a way, right? Uh, we went to this first bar and it was cool. It was like an Irish pub, but it was so, so packed. And we had we each had a drink there and kind of sang along to some of the songs. But then like now nah, let's let's kind of walk somewhere else. So we keep walking around and they're kind of telling me that it in St. Pauli, it has its own like police station there and it has its own rules there. It's kind of a, it's like its own little country or something like that inside a city. Uh, which again, I guess it'd be a district. But anywho, we went to the second place and it was like a typical german pub i want to say and we had a couple of drinks there and the music was pretty good but i went and used the washroom and when i came back a few of them were trying to do the floss like from Fortnite. again i've never done it in my life before but i just casually walk up and apparently i did like the perfect floss and everyone's just like how do you know like how do you know that i'm like i don't know and even people are coming over and high-fiving and stuff like that. Some of the songs that came on, of course, you're like banging on the, the table and people were dancing on tables. And I remember at one point we were throwing the coasters around like the Frisbees. And it was just this huge party, which was, again, super cool. Nothing like I've ever experienced before in my life. So we kept on walking around the streets and Again, just like the sights that you see, the smells, of course, when you smell like all the marijuana and things like that. Then there is this final place that we went to. And I want to say its name was the Thomas Reed Pub. Anyways, we're walking in and it's like a three level place. Like the first level is like pub. Essentially, you sit there, you drink, whatever. There's music, live music. Then the second level is like karaoke sort of place and then the third level like the i think it was the bottom level was a dance club so like dj playing people dancing stuff like that and i've never been to one of those before so i was kind of excited and as we walk in there's like this game this like punching bag game where you put in a coin you punch it and you see how hard you punch whatnot in my not so 100% clear state, I accidentally bumped it with my head. Apparently, the guys paid for it. I went and I bumped my head off of it and it triggered it. So they lost their money and they stopped Stefan behind me. And they're essentially like, hey, why did you punch it? We just paid it and blah, blah, blah. And they're talking in German. I asked Celia, like, What's, what are they talking about? I said, oh, apparently he hit the bag after they paid. I'm like, oh, I felt bad, but everything got resolved. So we went down to like the dance club sort of thing. Again, first time ever down there. They had those like professional photographers come down. I said, hey, this is really awesome. Cool. 
I see these on Facebook sometimes. And I was like, hey, this is cool. So we got our picture taken. And as the music was going on, I recognized a few of my songs. This is my jam. And there's like an upper bowl where I was in the lower bowl. And on the upper bowl, they have a guardrail. Well, I held on to that guardrail for dear life. And I was like jumping up and down. It seemed like seconds but apparently we were there until about like 4, 4.30 in the morning when Celia and her friends were like, hey, we have to go. It's late. I'm like, oh, but I'm having so much fun. As we we're leaving, they were walking me to the subway. No, we're going to take you back. I'm like, oh, no, no, I can go by. I can go back to the, the apartment by myself. I'm like, no, 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 you're, you've had too many. And I, in detail, named exactly which way to go, which direction, which stop on the subway. And they're like, okay, that's right, but we're going with you anyways. I'm like, okay, fine. So after we got back and I got all tucked in at like 5 a.m., woke up at 11 a.m. This is, again, my second last day in, in Europe, and it was probably the worst hangover of my life. I felt great when I woke up, but it was when I sat up. Say, like, oh God, I think I'm going to die. I was lying on the couch, chewing on ice and watching Netflix for like the whole entire last day. And I felt so bad. I'm like, oh, this shouldn't have been my last day. We should have been up and doing things. And so, yeah, I was like, it's okay. Honestly, you had a great time and that's all that matters. And you know what? Now thinking about it, absolutely. It was a fantastic time. It was so much fun. Would I do it again? Absolutely. I think it, it was just such a cool experience and a unique experience. After having a final meal with her and Stefan at this really good Indian restaurant, it was downpouring rain outside. I felt so bad that the weather was so crappy. But again, I said my see you later to Stefan. And then eventually the next day I had to say see you later to her as well, to Celia. And my last stop in Hamburg, I wanted to go see the harbor front because, again, that's like the one of the main attractions there. So I ended up going to the harbor front, spent like an hour there walking around. So there's one tour boat there, which was really cool. It looked like an old like steamboat where it had like the propeller on the back, but it was like the big, long wooden one that kind of like as it starts, it kicks water up. It was, it was really cool to see that. I've never witnessed it before. Uh, like here where I live, they have the tall ships come in and it's like a annual thing where all these exotic boats come from around the world uh, up along the coastline and where I live is one of the stops. So it was kind of cool to see that uh, for the first time. As I was leaving, I kind of thought, you know what? I really want to explore Germany more. There's so much there to see. I want to see the Autobahn. Like, I thought the Autobahn was some special highway that you can go as fast as you want. And it was like this racetrack looking thing. But I was talking to one of my German friends, uh, Maxi is her name. She kind of explained that, no, Autobahn is just the, the highway. But there's like certain lanes where you can go as fast as you want. And again, it kind of threw me off I'm like, huh, that's really cool. I think it would be cool if you had a sports car and you're like wanting to see how fast it goes sort of thing but for me yeah it'd be cool to drive on it say that i did it and that's that again that'll be one of the the next goals and i'd love to see berlin berlin is so full of history especially when it comes to when they tore down the wall again 
history is a huge thing for me. So to go there, uh, there's also some places down south I'd love to go see, especially along the uh, the border between Germany and Austria and towards Switzerland and whatnot. It'd be such a cool experience to go there. And I've actually never skied before. So to go skiing and whether it be Germany, Switzerland, Austria, wherever, it'd be, it'd be a cool experience, especially for a first time. But I can't wait to travel there again. It's so cool to meet new friends and to be able to say now that I've been to Germany, I've explored a little bit of it, and my thoughts afterwards is I want to see more. Now, I was supposed to go this year, but because of what's happened in the world, it's not going to happen. But I'm hoping the next year to be able to go to Berlin, to Hamburg, maybe go down to Munich again. Uh, and even there's other places in Germany that I don't even know about, but would be really cool to go see. So I'm really excited for the future. I think it's going to be great. I want to thank everyone who has helped me in Germany whether it be Celia or Stefan, I do appreciate it. Unfortunately, we're all out of time tonight. I want to thank you so much for tuning in and listening. I love talking about these experiences because I feel that I want to help you and your experiences of travel. Maybe you won't do the same things that I do, but at the same time, it can be a guide. You say, hey, Hamburg was really cool, or Munich was really cool, well, maybe I'll add to my list. Anyways, this is Thomas signing off for today. Please stay safe. Remember to wash your hands and have an amazing day.